As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my lit yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called Moving Through a Bad Day, and this is inspired by having a not so great day myself but and I don't mean just a bad day like in in a really bad sense like you're in grief like my husband and I've talked about on another podcast grief or something that's really got some real I don't want to say some real validity to it but when we have a bad day and it just feels like we just woke up and everything kind of was not great and it it made me think of the the childhood book Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And it I just want to talk about how to move through it um, with things that have worked for me and things that I think work for a lot of people in case you have one of these days and or have had a series of these days. And I do get a lot of emails from people that talk about, you know, like how do you get out of a rut? Of course, I always recommend movement. But there's also just like what you can do and what you can learn from these moments where you're in a rut or having just a not great day. So my great not great day was really a spillover from a not great night. My kids and I had a fight. Um, My husband was involved. My husband and I were on one side. The kids were on the other, which was kind of rare 
the kids were united in their um, arguing with us about something. And of course, it was about electronics. So this is something that I've talked about on another podcast. Um, And I think, again, being a parent in this generation of where electronics are ubiquitous and screens are ubiquitous, and it's really a challenge um, when we know that screen time is both tantalizing and addictive, but it also is necessary, I guess is the word, or maybe commonplace because so much of school stuff, once they get into middle school and beyond, is done on a screen, or a lot of it is. And that was surprising for me. So just maybe that isn't everybody, but just be forewarned if if your kids are going into middle or high school, that that's sometimes part of part of what you can expect, that a lot of the homework is done and the homework communication boards and all that are online. And so anyway, there, we had a whole argument about that and it felt just really icky, you know, and our kids were mad and we went to bed mad and then we woke up and everybody was still grumpy and took them to school. And there was like grumpiness with that. And, and it's just, it starts off the day really on a bad note, you know, when everybody's kind of disgruntled with each other and it's normal. I get it that it's normal, but it's still, um, I think we all also all independently, you know, we're all human beings that are related to each other and love each other and are cohabitating, you know, and there's this, we also all have our individual lives that we're working on our own stuff with. So that's what that's really can feed into the pot, so to speak. So, and then it just like, I had a lot of, of a, just a lot of things going on. I missed an appointment, um, a pretty significant appointment and was, that's just not something I do. Like I just wrote it down for the wrong day. And that really bothered me because I'm, I'm somebody that shows up. And so I, and I respect people's time and I respect commitment. So that just revealed to me that my mind wasn't crisp today. And so that bothered me that my mind wasn't crisp. And, you know, so I did do movement. I did a lot of movement. In fact, I recorded three classes on my lit daily and they were really fun and creative, but my mind has to really, it's like making up a poem or something. Like I have to it's very creative, but it takes a lot of neuron firing. So I leave that and I'm like, wow. And then I just had my to-do list was really big. So I have some, some big stuff coming up. And again, it's all great. So it's not good to complain about that. But I just knew that it was little, little things after the other where I just wasn't. I was like, oh, I should just have the day off. I should just not do anything. And then I talked to one of my really close friends and she starts telling me that she has bed bugs in her apartment. And she has a four-month-old and they had to vacate their two-bedroom apartment or a one-bedroom apartment. And all of their furniture has to be basically being kind of like taken out. And I just thought, okay, well, wait a second. This is perspective. Like she has a newborn, essentially, a very young infant at least. And she's got a full-time job and she's, and her husband has a full-time job and they're in New York in, in an apartment that they've had to vacate because of bed bugs. And yeah. Anyway, it's again these are these are problems that can that are solvable but they can really put a dent in your energy. And so that just was like not to ever compare, but that can make you sometimes feel like, oh wait, perspective is good. So the point of this is how do you pull yourself out of that when you're in a funk and you kind of know like how I was today like 
I didn't really deserve to be in a funk. Like I have a lot of great things to be grateful for. And I, I also give myself a break and know that I'm going to be honest that it, it, um, it's, I ha- I work hard and it can, and it can, um, uh, be draining sometimes just to have my hands in a lot of different pots that I'm help that I'm mixing things up in. But I think that it's also important to have that perspective. So I think when you are in that m- mode of how do you turn yourself? I mean, how do, when you're in the mode of not feeling great, when you're in having a bad day, how do you turn yourself around? So here are some tips and I want to get back to the Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And if you haven't read that book, you just have to read it. It's it's really cute, but it has some has some great um, teachable aspects to it for kids. One is cause and effect, and one is perspective too. I really think there's a lot of perspective that can gain. So I, I have a couple quotes from the book, which of course I own. And one of the quote is, I went to sleep with gum in my mouth and now there's gum in my hair. And when I got out of bed this morning, I tripped on the skateboard and by mistake, I dropped my sweater in the sink while the water was running. And I could tell it was going to be a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And then, you know, he, he, um, also the, the day keeps going on and all these things going wrong. And he comes back and he says, I think I'll move to Australia. And then, it ends the one of the quotes that it ends with is like some days are just like that even in Australia, and so I think this perspective is great. I think you know it's just like again with I, my friend who had bad bed bugs and a n- newborn that certainly trumped my teenagers being grumpy at me and having a lot of things today and, and missing and missing an appointment which I felt bad about. But you know the point is everybody's going to have a bad day and. There's no like perfect situation where somebody's, you know, in Australia having a life that is unmarred by bad days. So I think the first thing to realize is it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad day. It's um, allow yourself that and move through that feeling of it. And so some people can go, there's a spectrum of like being, having a bad day and then being okay with it. And there's a spectrum within that that's acceptable. What I think is not, not that it's not acceptable, but what you want to be cautious with is going to extremes with it. Like the going to the extremes of, I'm going to pretend like this didn't happen and everything's rosy and just, uh, you know, buck up buttercup, put on a happy face type of extreme where you're not going to acknowledge like it's normal and even in Australia, to have a bad day and how to ha- have some tools of how to move through it. And those tools could be like, spend 10 minutes alone, even if it's in a closet, and take really big, full breaths. It could be like, okay, having your favorite uh, chocolate brownie or having a, you know, inviting a friend for coffee as a, like a quick little treat for yourself that was unplanned. It could be going out in nature. It could be that you need to go and like scream in nature, whatever it is, but have some tools. Like when you're just having a bad day, how do you, how do you start to pull yourself out of it? Not, not try and put on a fake rosy face, but just have some tools to stay in that kind of spectrum. Because the other end of the spectrum is you just slide down 
you know, slide down this deep, deep, deep slope and allow yourself to go really, really, really into the pit. Now into and like like it we want to feel the bounce, you know? And and sometimes when you allow yourself and going into a little bit of self-pity and other things, you go down too much. Um, it's a lot harder to pull yourself out of it. So I think it's fine to have these days that just are just like, kind of, you just want to say, okay, uh, this day was not the best, but there's a new day tomorrow and kind of dust yourself off and have some um, remedies for that. Uh, But I think that it's probably not great if you just kind of allow yourself to go and get stuck in it. And so either way, you don't want to ignore it, but you don't want to just get stuck in it either. So here are my big tips. This is what I do. This works for me and it doesn't work like a hundred percent because I, some of it is I have an optimistic attitude. I think I was fortunate enough to be born with that. I just kind of assume things are going to go well. And I think that does help because then I think I look for things to go well and that's just an outlook. And I do think some, we are born, I see that now, you know, with enough different friends and different family members that, you know, everybody's born with some of that hardwired, the way you, your outlook. And then some of it you can definitely cultivate uh, because I'm, I'm sure people have heard of law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. But there is some, there is something to that. Like what you, what you look for is what will be there. So if you're looking that everything's going to be not going your way, it's not going to necessarily go your way. But if you're looking like this is actually going to just, this is just a little blip and I'm going to allow myself not feeling like this is the greatest day, but I'm not going to move to Australia. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to get a good night's sleep and drink a lot of water. I'm going to snuggle up with my you know, partner and maybe watch a little show tonight and just something funny and then get up in the morning and know that I'll be fine. And because that has worked before. And so that's the thing is find your kind of rechargeable battery. And movement, of course, is a big one for me, but also stillness too. So being like, sometimes I have a lot of movement in my head right now. So I kind of need to have also stillness after I've had a lot of movement in my body. And so find what works for you. Find the remedy and and just kind of write it down in your in your brain log, like what to do when you have one of these terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days, or even like a kind of somewhat not great day. And the other thing too, is like, I talked to my kids about it. Like when I picked my son up, just like, wow, that was kind of a, I'm really sorry. That was like a way to start the day. And I apologize that, you know, we were mad at you. um, And I hope you understand why we love you. And he just, was fine. He was totally, that's the other thing. Oh my gosh. Thank God kids are so resilient. I think we just wear it for hours and hours and they just like brush it off. And we have to learn a little bit from kids about that, like kind of brush things off and admit when you um, aren't your optimal self. Um, And I think that's huge, huge, hugely important as a parent, as a friend, as a partner, I'm getting better and better at this. I did not used to be that great at it. And I've just learned over the years, and this is where yoga has helped me, in that I'm actually a stronger person when I admit my flaws, when I say, I'm sorry, I was not my best self. And that also can help you get yourself out of your drag, out of your, my, 
<laughs> you can have them both. <laughs> My son has actually just walked in with his cute little smile and he was asking me if I had made him the uh, better than, oh, what is that called? Better than meat <sighs> burger, which I did. And I made him too. So see, we're all on good terms now. <laughs> um, he was cute. He smiled at me. But I think that's the thing too, is like be able to say, hey, that wasn't my best self. I didn't have my best day and I'm I'm going to be better tomorrow because we can, we, we can all, just admitting we're human is, is really refreshing. And I've learned that a lot from my really good friend, Jen Pasteloff, who has, by the way, a book coming out very soon. And her book is incredible and it's on being human. And I think that that kind of says it right there is like, how to turn around a bad day or how to turn around from having a crappy day is realize you're human and realize with humanness, we have um, kind of, it's in our genetic DNA as being homo sapiens. We have resiliency built in there. We can tap into it. So let's tap into it more. So this was a kind of a movement speech, like get moving out of your bad day by acknowledging it and acknowledging that it's human to have bad days, but you don't have to wallow in it either. Lift yourself off, have the things that you do, um, give yourself a break, and then also admit admit mistakes if you make them in your bad day. <laughs> like Admit that you are human. And I think that's a wonderful, wonderful quality that we all need more of. So I hope this helps you turn around any um, kind of not so great days you're having read that cute little book. It's really sweet. And I think that we, there is a lot of heaviness in life in general, especially in our world today, uh, that can make our days really bad. And I, am, I, I hope for anyone who's really, really suffering that you receive um, some lightness from this, but even more so, I hope that you can get any help that you might need in bigger ways um, to help move you out of uh, any any kind of darkness that you're in and knowing that um, other good days are here for you and around the corner and you deserve them. So I'm pulling for all of you and I'm sending hugs from me to you. 